Okay, it all rises and falls on leadership. So how do you recruit and train leaders is the first topic. Whether you're talking about new leaders or whether you're talking about making better leaders, we need more and better leaders. So how do you do that? Step one, ask God for more leaders. Let me turn your attention to that passage in Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 to 38. You're familiar with that passage. How do you get more leaders? According to that passage, pray. Ask God. James chapter 4 tells us that sometimes we have not because we ask not. Are you passionately asking God for more leaders? We have not because we ask not. James chapter 4 goes on and says, Sometimes we ask, but we don't receive because we ask with wrong motives. God is under no obligation to answer our prayers for more leaders if we're trying to just make a name for ourselves or to, to fulfill our own ambitions. But I would suggest to you there's even a more basic reason why we don't ask for leaders. The more basic reason, I think, is found right in the context of Matthew chapter 9. What immediately preceded Jesus' statement that says, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. His heart was broken. He was filled with compassion for the people. I would suggest the primary reason why we don't plead with God for the workers is because we really don't care about the harvest. Because if our heart breaks over what breaks Jesus' heart, we realize we need dozens upon dozens upon dozens of more leaders and we would plead with God to raise them up. And so prayer is the foundational point of how to get leaders. And when we pray for leaders, we don't even have to pray, Lord, if it's your will. Why don't we have to pray that? Yes, it is his will. Jesus said to pray. Do you? Could you honestly say, and I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands, but could you honestly say that that is one of the things that you plead with God for day after day, time after time, to ask God for the workers to be raised up because of the harvest field that's out there that needs to be reached? God loves to answer that prayer. Now, God will answer that prayer in one of two ways. Sometimes he'll just send you people out of nowhere to answer that prayer. I had a a guy one time that was a member of our church board, and he called me up one time and he took me out to breakfast. And uh, after having the talks together, uh, I said, so Scott, what can I do for you? And he said, well, Bob, something that you preached about six months ago has really been bothering me. You don't want to hear that from somebody that's on your board. Inside, I kind of got tense. This guy's been sitting on this for six months. Now, I've taught myself that when you start feeling more tense, you relax your body posture a little bit on the outside. So I took a more casual pose, and inwardly I'm getting... I know you've never done that. And I said, so what's that? He says, it's your definition of success. My definition of success comes from my father. I asked him one time, I said, Dad, what's success to you? Normally, my father does not give short answers. He was an engineer by trade. Engineers are the types of people that if you ask them what time it is, they'll often tell you how a watch is made. (laughs) But this time, he had a simple one-sentence answer. He said, Bob, success is simply this. Find out what God wants you to do, then do it. That is the simplest definition of success I've ever heard. And it also is one of the most profound definitions of success I've ever heard. And so I said to Scott, I said, so what is it about that definition that bothers you? He said, I think God has been trying to speak to me about my business. I think before I always had the imagination that God wanted me to grow a middle-sized company. But I think that God is asking me to keep my company small so that I can give more time to ministry. And so I've been making arrangements at my business. And starting next week... 
I will have between 12 to 15 hours per week available during the day that I can give to ministry. Do you have anything you'd like me to do? You've had answers to prayer like that, haven't you? Where God just sends you help unexpectedly from nowhere, it seems. And sometimes God will answer the prayer that way. But 90 to 95 percent of the time, he does not answer the prayer that way. The other 95 percent, he tells you who you need to be investing in. So.